Three dudes, one movie, 20 years. It's time to go back to the show. I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. Get away from her, you bitch. Boy, that escalated quickly. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And here are your hosts, Danny Widener. I just want to tell you both good luck. We're all counting on you. Danny Widener. Come in with the mail. Come in with the mail. Come in with the mail. And Danny Widener. Come on, yeah! What the fuck? Oh. When it was happening for the first time, I thought I was having a stroke. So I wasn't <laughs> you know, it's like, I don't taste pennies, though, or smell burnt toast. So. <laughs> That's hilarious. There's just a little, just a little sneaky joke right in there. I love it. I'm a little needy right now. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, listeners at home, that is the kind of unexpected yet satisfying comedy that you can expect every week. From back to the show, the podcast. Uh, so stupid. Tell you, no, I, honestly, that was funny. I liked that. I really liked it. <laughs> uh, welcome everybody to another uh, episode of Back to the Show. I'm your host, Danny Widener, and with me is Danny. <laughs> Danny hey guys, Danny here. <laughs> uh, I don't like this at all. You should. <laughs> By the way. What you don't realize, Danny, is it's all on you now. This whole <laughs> you guys can say something so unfunny, it's on me. <laughs> uh, and uh, I just want to let all the listeners know at home that for the first time, our complaint line is open. So if you've got any issues with Danny Ryder, just go ahead and send them in. <laughs> our lines are full, Yotas. <laughs> How's everybody doing? How's everybody doing this week? Fantastic. Yeah, good. I feel- <laughs> what did you want to hear? <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Let's talk about this. I ask this, uh, <laughs> what else to say? And the reality is, like, I don't really want to. Like, what are you guys going to say? Like, oh boy, like a bunch of st- like we're not going to really talk about it. I don't even know why I do it, and it never lands like, <laughs> because you pause. <laughs> you wait for you say anything. a long time. <laughs> I know it's terrible. It's my fault. <laughs> well, let's just get into it. You know, let's get into it. It's another episode right. of Back to the Show. I hope everyone's fine at home. We're fine here. Uh, this week, guys, we finally did Grease too. Yes. <laughs> no, we didn't. Okay. That never so, happened. Bowling alley scene, right? <laughs> Bolorama. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> you can bring it up. You can the title up. No, this week, guys, we did Time Cop. The 1994 yeah. film Time Cop, directed by Peter Himes. Pretty big hit. Big hit for uh, JCVD. The film came out in September of 1994. It opened to number one. Did very well, is that right? That's right. It took the top spot, the top spot for the first two weeks. You're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> top <Right>. spot. 
Listen, viewers at home. Are there viewers? What's happening? I don't know. No, everybody at home. I admitted at the beginning of this uh, podcast that um, before we started recording that I might have had a drink or so. And I just want to be clear that I live in Amsterdam, which is a different time zone than America. So it's the evening on Sunday, which means that's okay. Right, guys? Just tell yourself that, Jonas. (laughs) You need to call someone. Yes, it's fine. And no one knows when we're recording this anyway, so you didn't have to give that disclaimer. Yeah, or where you live. Oh my God, you're right. Oh no. I I put my phone number in. Anyways. So so number one at the box office, I, I guess I never really Google any of these movies and like, look at anything i just watch it right so that's yep, surprising that's the kind of commitment we expect from you robert um, i know well you're no, the guy who gets the the little factoids for us so I, I, I let you do robert it. does the voiceovers and you do the factoids mm-hmm. that's true i do yeah that's right so the factoids and the are and yeah the one of those facts is this highball could use a little more booze anyways <laughs> Um, yeah, one of the facts is my wife makes a dog shit Manhattan. No, that's not, that's unfair to say. Um, what a pile of shit. <laughs> Wait, is that from Monster Squad? No, no. Jonas. That's freaking DDF. <laughs> uh, oh, he still doesn't know what it is. <laughs> Drop dead Fred. Drop dead Fred. Jesus. I got, you know, limited time. I, I use acronyms. <laughs> I know. These movies just fly out of my head after we watch them. Anyways, uh, so this movie uh, was number one and opened. It was number one uh, this, the second week as well. It did very well. It is the highest grossing film for Van Damme. It says it grossed 50, I'm looking at Wikipedia, 57 million overseas. For a total of 101, which doesn't sound like a lot now, but back in the day, that was quite a bit. So, pretty big hit. Reviews mixed. I do have this one quote from one reviewer, Richard Harrington. And by the way, this guy sounds like a kind of a dick, but his review, <laughs> part of his review is, for once, Van Damme's accent is easier to understand than the plot. Which, <laughs> hey, Hilarious, but fuck you, Richard Arrington. <laughs> He's right on. <laughs> He's from another country. It's his second or third or goddamn fourth language for Christ. No, I, I don't care about his accent. I care about the plot of the movie. Okay, great. Let's get fine. Let's fucking let's do this then. I got yeah. questions. I got a lot of get questions. Get into it. Uh, there are some. Okay, guys, uh, let's do it. Time Cop 1994. Here we go. Let's begin with what everyone remembers. Uh, who wants to go first? Anybody got something? Uh, uh, I mean, I didn't, I didn't remember a lot of details. I remember, you know, the basic premise. He there was a time cop. <laughs> 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 that was kind of it. I mean, I remembered that there was something like his wife gets killed, right? And then he's trying to fix it. I'm sorry. He didn't really care about his wife dying. He didn't really care at all. He didn't even try and go back or anything. He couldn't go back. Why not? It's against the rules. He's a cop, for God's sake. What? That's the stupidest excuse. (laughs) He's a cop. I got morals. I like what? I think we all know what Danny would do if he was up against it. I would save my wife. How? 
the the movie. It, he okay, does. sorry. Okay, well, okay, we'll go. We'll go back to it later. Okay, okay. <laughs> this whole body is coming apart. <laughs> um, I remember. Uh, jeez, I don't remember much of anything. It's just like Robert, I remember he's a time cop, and you know there was um, yeah, some fighting. And I, I, was, yeah. I mean, I yeah, I don't. God, I don't remember much of anything. So let me get this, just let me get this straight. What you guys remember about the movie is the title of the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, and things associated with copping. And right? time. So like and time. So I mean, <laughs> conveniently it's the name of the movie, but you know. Yeah, I, I feel okay about this. That's <laughs> <laughs> But I was I was excited to watch it. Like I, I had sort of a memory of it kind of being cool and, and sort of fun, right? But details uh were lacking. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right, so let's get into it. We begin with this opening, right, guys? The movie opens. We're in, I didn't write down the time, but it's like 18 some fucking whatever the fuck. Who cares? Some kind of civil war times. And mm-hmm. we're we're seeing it's raining and there's some men on some horses and they're, they're carrying, they've got a carriage of some kind of some stuff in it. And uh, we meet we meet a man standing on the middle of the road there and he's trying to rob the cart. Uh, do you guys have any any notes about this? I have a few little notes about this scene, but what do you guys think? Just opening the movie starts, right? What do you guys feel? Initially, I was like, "Oh fuck, I bought the wrong movie." <laughs> 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 it's like, no way! What did I do? I'm like, and I I backed out <laughs> and like <laughs> saw it was Time Cop, and I was like, "What? Okay." And I and then um, instantly on board, bro. This scene was awesome. And the whole like machine gun versus Confederate soldiers was like, uh, yes, please. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad I have one note and it is opening awesome. Like yeah. I was on board. I yeah. loved it right out of the gate. I'm going to guess that Danny is feels very differently, but. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was so awesome too, though. I'm so glad you didn't see that, Robert. Like, I, I was like right away. I was like, oh shit, this movie might be better than I remember. Yeah, totally. I was like, oh hell yes, here we go. <laughs> yeah, on board, Danny. His, uh, the the Confederate soldiers acting is terrible. Oh, it's terrible. Oh my god. He can't. He, I... he just he's just reading his lines. He's just saying them. He's got no <laughs> je ne sais quoi. <laughs> Fair enough. I, sure. Fair enough. I, you know, it's funny that I, when I saw it, I was like, "Oh, I remember this scene. This scene's awesome." And then, like, they started talking, and I don't know. <laughs> and then, like, and then he shoots everyone with the machine guns, the futuristic gun, and none of the horses are getting shot, even though he's just waving around like it's a wand. And and I'm like, ah, oh, come on. I'm taking it too literal, I know, but damn, yeah, I did not analyze that scene that much at all. I just kind of—I was—I was in a different—I was in a different place. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, but okay, all right, fine. Forgiving that, Danny, 
Mm-hmm. What do you feel about like like the like the scene? You know, like the general the, the business of the scene. Are you in or you out? You know, no likey. No, the idea is cool. I really like the idea that going back and stealing gold and all that. So, uh, thumbs up to that. Execution wise, wah wah. Where's my foghorn? <laughs> yeah, or that fucking puke sound from. Oh yeah, yeah, the puke. I gotta find <laughs> that. <laughs> 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 Um, um, or whatever that is. Yeah, dig that one out. Um, all right. So great. Okay. So that's the opening. I think Robert and I are kind of like a little on. We're like, I think we're in the green now. We're like, whoa, this movie is better than we thought. Danny, it seems less, less so much. But um, okay. So next scene is we come out of that scene. We're in now, Washington D.C. in. Some again, I didn't write down the times, it doesn't matter. The, the times 94. 94. And uh, there's a man whose character uh, I didn't write down who comes into a Senate subcommittee hearing of some kind, and he's explaining that like someone's invented time travel and they need to create the um TEC, which is the time enforcement uh, committee, coalition company. I don't know, whatever, it doesn't matter. Uh, they're going to enforce now uh, time uh, time crimes, and he talks them into the money thing, and we meet uh, Senator McComb, and then we meet – after that, we meet um, Max and Melissa, his wife, and they're at the mall, right? Hanging out and talking, making a lot of time references with the way they're talking. <laughs> yeah, with the whole like – Case of clocks and things, right? And yeah, this movie is like wall to wall talking about time stuff. I did in that Senate meeting though. Um, I noticed they like quickly had to lay out some ground rules so that the movie had some parameters, right? And and they're like talking about how you can't do things like you can't go back and kill Hitler. That would just mess up all of time. You never know. So I don't know. It was just kind of. I laughed at that because it's like they quickly jumped on to like nip that in the bud. The idea that maybe they go back and like are going to be setting things right in like general, like global scale or something. Jonas, what, what did you feel about the scene? I gotta say like, I, I also, I liked this too. Um, and this is, this is <laughs> no, this is going to be a reoccurring theme, I'm sure. But like, so I'm with, uh, well, what Robert said, I do like, the setup i think it's economical i think they do a pretty decent job of like threading the needle of like time travel movies are always a bit of like but what if the guy from the thing like it's all like it's a circular thing you can always unravel if if you try hard enough and i thought the movie did a pretty good job of going like okay like right these are the rules you can do this you can't do that this is why we got to do it um what i did like the most about the scene is though Ron Silver, who's the bad guy, right? Like, I feel like, I feel like you see him like actively scheming in the scene, which I think is pretty cool. Like, they keep cutting to him, and he's like, "Oh, there's a thing called this. Oh, shit, this might be something I can get on board with. Like, right, oh, an opportunity here." And then he's like, "I'll run that motherfucker." Like, I like that. I like. I, I guess I like that he gets it up and running quickly. I like that they lay out the rules economically and quickly, and there were. Uh, you know, we're up and running. And I and I don't feel like time travel movies always have to cheat a little bit, but I I didn't feel like they were 
you know, cheating right out of the gate. Danny, I'm certain you're going to disagree. So get in. So here's my notes. They're cheating right out of the gate. (laughs) (laughs) Are you serious? Did you actually write that? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So here's my notes. (laughs) When this guy brings this whole time travel thing to the table, no one is blown away. No one expresses any doubt. No one calls him a liar. The only thing that happens is he says, uh, what does he say? How much is it going to cost? That's the only, that's the first thing they say when he's like, Hey, this guy invented time travel and we need to use it to protect ourselves. And he's like, ah, God, really Dick. Uh, this is going to cost a lot of money. Right. (laughs) And that's the only thing. I mean, besides like saying, Hey, we discovered the existence of God. Like, I mean, this is a huge deal, right? Someone fucking stand up and go, what the fuck? <laughs> what? Like 21 gigawatts? <laughs> I would be pulling on my hair and like flipping the table upside down. Like, that's a big deal. Time travel? And then this guy just sitting back crossing his arms is like, God, <laughs> money's really an issue right now. <laughs> Nothing? Well, I don't know. I mean, I think they're all like, what military or just high government officials It's possible. They're all aware that this has been something they've been working on for a long time. This is just kind of like a, a little meeting for a progress report, essentially. <laughs> but, uh, I don't, th- I good feel news, like- good progress has been made since the last meeting. I feel like <laughs> this was like a, an introduction. This was like a, Hey, there's this guy and, you know, and he invented this thing. I feel like, and he's like, he's like, here's some a briefing about it, but don't open it because it's really technical. You know, I felt like they were introducing it to the yeah. guys for the first time. Yeah, you might be right. I mean, I, 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 I get it. I, I, I can see where you're coming from there, bud. Ah, I see. Jonas. Jonas eating What's chips. That? Are you eating peanuts? <laughs> Are you actively eating peanuts? I was opening a candy bar while you were talking to everybody. (laughs) 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 Sorry, what did you say, Danny? I kind of missed what's that. (laughs) I liked the scene. It was great. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Moving on. (laughs) Listen. Listen. Yeah, those are all good points. I agree. I mean, I can't really argue with that. No, I can't really argue with it. You're right. It does feel like... This should be like, this is a fault. It's a lot to dump in one meeting. You know, like, I agree. Like, the ex- hey, by the way, uh, time travel exists. People have been doing it. And also, like, I'm going to need like a zillion dollars right now to make it. Also, I love how quickly they're like, the guy's like, we need to make a department. And they're like, all right, oh, ma- yeah. I guess make a department. Who's going to run it? And someone's like, I'll run it. And they're like, great, meeting adjourned. Like, <laughs> I think, shouldn't you write, like, let's see some fucking write-ups about how this whole thing is going to run, you know, like before we just sign off on the entire operation in one fell swoop. I mean, we're talking about a, a what, hour and a half movie here? Do we want to... Do we want to go down the rabbit hole of the inner workings of government and how a committee is formed? I would have loved to see what was inside that briefing. I don't have any other notes after this scene. Yeah. <laughs> I've got two, I've got three and a half pages 
on just a business proposal. Yeah, the, like bureaucracy of, of how a, a <laughs> department like this might run and how you would bring it to committee. But, you know, I guess we, I guess whatever, Robert, sure. We can move on to the bit with the boobs. If you <laughs> That's the rest of my notes right there. Cut to the <laughs> mall, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is where I, yeah, go ahead. sorry, go ahead, Danny. Go ahead. Well, no, no. Just, I just my next note was this movie sucks. I hate the mall scene. <laughs> the mall scene is goofy as shit. Thank the, you. the rollerblader. <laughs> read between the lines. Yeah. Or he said, read, read it. Uh, Wolverine. He's <laughs> like between the lines. Like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, I don't see anything else written on the bottom of your shoes, sir. <laughs> I'd be hella confused. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did think the same thing. I was like, it's, I was waiting for like another line or yeah, like, cut to the shoe and for it to say like, whatever, like you're, you're, you're dead asshole. There's something. Yeah, me too. <laughs> like, I rewound it. I was like, did I miss, did I miss like, does he have a little thing he wrote on the bottom of his shoe for times like these? <laughs> there are a couple of bits that I have in, there are a couple of bits in my notes that, are, that I'll come later to where I'm like, this is like a one-liner, but I'm not really sure like what it means. The one-liner. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's a, there's a few more. I'll point them out. All right, so we're at the mall. We meet Max Walker. We meet Melissa, his wife. They're doing this thing that people always do in movies that I pretend <laughs> yeah, yeah. like, they don't know each other for the audience, and then like. <sighs> Uh, they, people and this the other version of this by the way is that thing that movies do all the time where like a dude meets another dude and they'll be like hey what the fuck are you doing here hey i belong here motherfucker and they both like pause for a second and go ah. <laughs> 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 this is the same version of that it's like this thing movies do this all the time it's like who are you doing this for both of you guys know you know each other. Like, how is this a fun bit? I don't understand how this works for anybody. <laughs> Can you imagine if that happened? Like, like we, we'd run into each other. <laughs> can, like, can we do hey, this from now on, by the way? Yeah. <laughs> we hang out. Hey, motherfucker. And you're like, what? Wait, what? What? What do you mean? <laughs> you know, it's always like, hey. I thought you'd never show your fucking face around here again, you bastard. I swear to God, I thought you were dead. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, Melissa and Max do that together, I guess, and then they talk about fucking later, right? They do some. Well, then he whispers in her ear some words he knows, right? Stuff. And then yeah. she says, "Let's go work on those words." So like he just straight up like just said like sexing fucking naked <laughs> or what did he say he didn't have much time so he must have just said individual words of actions like, and, then, and then smash cut to fucking Van Dam's bronze smooth booty pumping <laughs> away just fucking stroking. <laughs> That's the best ass I've ever seen in a movie. Dude, I swear to God, he has in his contract that there has to be at least one naked booty scene in his movies. He always seems to show that butt. 
I was laughing. I was like, there's no way we're going to see this sex scene and all we're going to see is, is his butt. I was I was laughing up until we saw some more. <laughs> <laughs> if all it was was cut to yeah, just, just his ass fucking That would have been bold, bro. Bold <laughs> move, Van Damme. That would be fine by me. That is that's ass. If I am looking at an ass in a scene, I'm looking at that ass. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah so right, right, right. Like guys, naked obligatory sex scene super early, like in the movie. There was actually quite a lot of like boobs in this movie. For is this our first movie with boobs in it? No. no. Uh, Demolition Man. Remember when that lady? Oh. Accidentally yeah. calls John Spark, or wait, she accidentally calls Sandra Bullock's house, and then yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, what? Are you sure? <laughs> I'm kind of work that backwards now. Yeah, I'm gonna review that one, <laughs> guys. We should really rewatch that movie. Um, <laughs> no, but this one I do think has the highest sort of. N- obligatory nudity count of any movie well, we've done so far, I feel like. Was it wasn't it just that? And then oh no, and then the like Definitely uh, not Robert. The VR, like that guy that, who, yeah. who should be fired immediately. So he's just uh, fucking straight up like VR jerking it at the office. Yeah, at, at work. work. At work. They walk in the work day. In the middle of a work day. He's <laughs> yeah. he's fucking masturbating at his desk <laughs> and they like it's like it's just a goof they come in and go like hey dude if i catch you fucking that machine again <laughs> oh man this guy he's what a handful it is 11 45 okay? <laughs> and that guy is having full-blown virtual sex in the office it's great anyways we're jumping ahead well maybe yeah. we're, whatever it doesn't matter let's jump ahead some so after the meeting, we meet Max and his wife. We see Jean-Claude Van Damme's butt. Then, oh, then the attack happens at the house. The house blows up. By the way, I love all this stuff. I love the mm-hmm. attack on the house. I love the explosion of the house. It's dramatic when uh, Melissa gets like attacked. Like I'm into all of this. And I didn't remember really any of this stuff. I think it's, and by the way, I think like it's well shot. At, like it's well done, I feel like. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think the future people were were hilarious. Like the future haircuts are are hilarious. Yeah, I can I can stop looking at that guy's haircut. <laughs> so there was like a, two of them, right? That had like yeah. these just weird mullets with no sides, um, and it was like <laughs> that's future. Yeah, and like Long- silver silver shin guards is a. Mm-hmm. Like it's a thing they kept cutting. Yeah, it was like like catcher's gear. (laughs) (laughs) They did. I agree with you. The future stuff did look ridiculous, but I do think overall, like it was not. I didn't feel like it was cheesy. I felt like it. I feel like it all worked pretty well. Did we skip over the the freaking like stock market crash stuff? We're about about to get to that. So then after that, so so Max uh, and Melissa are at home. The house gets attacked. Max gets attacked by future mullet wearing people and then the whole house blows up and Melissa's dead and then we cut to the 1920s and uh, 
and we're in the stock market, like stock market guy, the whole deal. Go ahead, Robert or Danny. You guys, I'm sure have notes. Go ahead, Robert. <laughs> I don't have any notes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just really liked it. This again was like that Confederate scene where it's like going back and interacting with, with, you know, the past was fun. And I was kind of, Honestly, wish there was a bit more of this type of stuff in this movie. It would have been great to like it, it, have him like quantum leap around to these different eras and like solving all these like time loop problems that people are, you know, trying to get away with stuff. Yeah, that would like have been fun to see more of. Exactly. They could have they could have played it up a bit more, right? Like, okay, yeah. shoot, there's something going on in 1929. We got to check that out. And then yeah, like take maybe, me to a take me to a, pyramid. a couple, yeah, maybe put in a couple others. Yeah. Um, that he has to like handle and, you know, actually cop through time instead of just copping out and, and <laughs> present, you know, like yeah. copping out. <laughs> Isn't that a movie? Cop, cop out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. cop, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. I just, yeah, I like the whole scene actually. Um, the fact that he's like, that guy is trying to get away with, um, what buying stock that he knows is going to land in the future. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I like that. That was cool. And then, um, you know, Jean-Claude just casually walks up and, and they go, they have a, a fight. I wrote down um, kicks, splits and sticks. <laughs> That's pretty much what happened in that scene. Uh, and then the guy pulls out a, a, you know, a futuristic gun and, and blows the whole fucking department. Up. Yeah, man. <laughs> and then uh, what happens? He rushes. He rushes the guy, and he, and he, they go out the window. Is that what happens? No, no. Well, the guy tries to just kill himself, right? Because he's like, I can't go back. I'll be erased. He'll right. The senator will freaking. Wipe out. kill my grandparents i'll never exist yeah um, his whole family tree or something yeah 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 so he just he's not going back he's gonna jump out the window kill himself and van damme freaking chases him as they're falling that was sick fucking time travel ripple puddle through time he doesn't even think to- about it he just does it dude that it was, was badass awesome. i yeah. liked that and then fucking swift justice Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like holy shit! I have a lot of I have a lot of questions about that about how the <laughs> legal system works in in side of forty five seconds. There's no lawyers, no trial, and the woman like what does she base this like judgment upon? No one says anything. He doesn't even have a lawyer. No, nobody. She. He, <laughs> what happens is he walks into the room with a with a defendant, and she goes, "How do you plead?" And the guy's like, "Doesn't say anything." And she's like, "We find you guilty. The penalty is death." That's it. Just and then, and then they death. just warp him back to that fall and let him <laughs> complete it. <laughs> so they disappear him too. Right. They yeah. Fucking, they did the whole the whole well. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh my God, you're right. His whole family's dead now. Oh wait my God, it's so dark. Is oh it? shit! No. No. Wait. wait. No. Because no, no, no. then, no, no. It's he, not, they just it's they not. just killed him, but in a you know in 1929. So they'll never be found. There'll never be any any closure for his family, who are the innocent victims here. 
<laughs> well, but Robert, any criminal's family are the innocent victims. I mean, in the end, right? Like, yeah, yeah. No. I mean, okay. they are the innocent victims, but like, but again, I, mean, I don't know. Maybe not yet. I, I can't. That, that's a blanket <laughs> statement. Some criminals' families are shitty too, right? So, I mean, pretty they might have. They might have instigated it. I don't know. What are we getting down here? I don't need to talk about criminal families. <laughs> uh, okay. uh, I will say I agree with everything you guys said. I love everything about this scene. I was thinking when I was watching it, I was like, this should be a TV show for sure. Yeah. By the way, when that guy, when they throw the guy back out the window and he crashes and hits the, the car, that Irish cop, what he, he says is <laughs> the funniest guy. damn thing of all time. There's actually, there is actually like a lot of good one line. This is actually a way funnier movie one liner wise than I. I couldn't stand the one liners at all because they were <laughs> they were so vast. They were <laughs> everywhere, everywhere. There's so many of them. There's so many. Of them. Okay, wait, guys, we're five minutes into the movie. Okay, let's. Here we go. So, um, uh, 1920s happens. Then Walker and Macomb, whatever Macomb. Ron Silver, corrupt senator guy, comes into the uh, police station, and he's got like a senator with him, and they're going to see if they want to continue to fund the department. And he's very like Macomb is very anti, like don't fund this thing because he's got no money, I guess, or something, and he's trying to run for president. And then, um, and then uh, Walker goes home and he drinks a bunch and watches home movies of his wife, which is sad. And then really the stuff gets started when Macomb sends the dudes to Walker's house. And should we talk about that scene? Unless you guys want to talk about other stuff before that. But like that fight scene in his house is pretty good, I feel like. They like sword fight with knives. I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> yes, I like that very much. But it was a good. It was a good so scene. So lame. Fight scene. Oh come on, Danny! <laughs> it was so stupid. It was like five minutes of ding 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 ding. Yeah. At one point, he just held the knife like straight, like vertically. Yeah, he held it up, moving. and then the other guy just went like ding 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 on his knife. And was like, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Dude, Van Damme should have just looked at the camera like, what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> and then he he has like, when they first get in, he he looks over to his counter to like looking for something, right? To defend himself. Mm. And he just has a, a big like kitchen knife just halfway in an onion, just like on the <laughs> counter. For some reason, I, that really pissed me off. I was like, this guy's a fucking lunatic. What are you, what are you, just fucking, I, uh, I want a little bit of onion for whatever, and now, uh-huh, I'll leave it right there, and I'm done. <laughs> I, no, I, I, made him, I have a note in, I have a note in here about the, I'm like, did he, like, cook a nice dinner for himself before he blacked out in his, like, <laughs> the night before? <laughs> he made, like, chili or something? I don't know what he, I don't know what he was doing. He doesn't even, by the way, use that knife. No, because he... Yeah, why even show it? They cut away to the knife, like, that's the knife I'm going to go for, and then that knife, I don't think, plays a part in that scene. Not at all. No. So they cut away to it so he can look at it and go like, I can't get to it. (laughs) 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 Like, it's such a a pointless cutaway. It doesn't come into any play at all. I didn't even notice it. 
Yeah, they cut away. They cut away to him cooking or the cooking knife from the night before. Then I, I, I agree with what you guys are saying, but I was entertained through this entire fight. Yeah, I, I liked everything except for the the knife fight. I, I was. You can't yeah. have knife fights like that. It just doesn't yeah. work. I mean, I, it definitely stood out to me that it was a little goofy. But then the, the, I agree. The rest of it was uh, better than the knife play. Like, like they're they're treating it like they were swords. So much so that like <laughs> when they came together at one point, they kind of held it right. Like the two knives were like and there was like a power struggle of who's yeah. strongest, who can hold. Yeah. I'm like, just slice down on his finger yeah. and you win. Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree. I agree with you guys that like I love the idea. I think when I was watching it, I was sort of like the, the whatever, like the lizard brain in my head was sort of like, yeah, because it's like all ting, 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 <laughs> which, which feels exciting. You know what I mean? Like, but I agree with you guys that also like, it seems like all Van Damme is doing is just holding the knife in front of his face. And then like the other guy is just like going nuts on the knife with his knives. And then <laughs> like, flips the knife over a little bit and then more of the same I wish the choreography was a little better, but I like the idea of the knife fight a lot. And there, Seagal does it right in his movies. He holds it to this, like to the side. He looks like a professional when he's actually doing it. And I, I might be, might be under siege is when he has like a uh, knife yeah, fight. A, oh my God. That's a great one. Yeah. With Gary Busey, I think. And then he, um, or maybe it's um, Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. Yeah. The ending. That's a, that's a really <clears throat> yeah. great knife fight scene. Yeah. And he puts I, it right into his head. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's how you do it. Not this shit. <laughs> Although, how badass was the wash the the washcloth or rag where he wraps around and then he wraps his leg up around and then kicks him in the face like that two was or cool. three times. That was a I cool like that. And I do I do like the splits. I think the splits is a fun is a fun way to end the thing. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I, I was on board. I I wrote you know the splits with three exclamation points. Dude, that was the <laughs> round of splits in the movie. Two that we'd already got like two splits in the movie. Yeah. That was, I mean, that's also a Van Damme staple, right? He's got to pull some splits. Somewhere. Oh, I imagine the sex scene could have used the splits, dude. Dude, you know what I'm saying? Sick. <laughs> <laughs> Just like holy shit, you are so right. Like any Van Damme spoof ever needs to have the splits. Oh God, that's hilarious! I love it. <laughs> like up against the wall, standing split. Yes. And he. What about can you imagine this next scene where he like does the rollerblader thing, but instead Melissa's involved? Like, oh, that is sexy. Like that standing splits straight up against the wall thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah good stuff. Right oh there. boy. Oh, she, she ties him up with a rope and like kickboxer and just bends his legs apart. Oh my god. <laughs> this is getting graphic. People <laughs> also do the splits and they split together. <laughs> they just scissor each other. <laughs> it's a split scissor. <laughs> split scissor. <laughs> That's intense, guys. That's intense <laughs> right there. Oh, man. <laughs> okay, so, uh, oh, my God. That visual is all I'm going to think about. <laughs> so then we meet, we meet Fielding by Van Damme. He has already won the fight, 
and throws a man out of his front door, destroys his front door for no reason, as far as I can tell. And then, <laughs> like, he'd already beat the guys, right? He's yeah. Like, I'm going to destroy my front door. Like, it's a perfectly good front door. Like, you don't seem like you're getting paid a bunch, bro. Like, take it easy, you know? <laughs> yeah, he's busy. And then we need Fielding, uh, who is an IA internal affairs cop who I'm not really sure, like, how her being in the internal affairs in any way changes her from just being a regular cop, it seems like. Anyways, but she's introduced and she's there to, like, I guess she because had, she had six months of training, Jonas. She, she made three, that very clear. But she's <laughs> but she speaks three languages. I think I read that, in, or she says that. But yes, you're right. And she's there to check on him because his ex cop, his ex partner, I you know, was the you know, was the, dirty was dirty. So like he was I the dude I, in. Yeah. The stock yeah. market shit. Yeah, that's right. IA is there to check out to make sure Walker wasn't like in on the deal somehow. Right. And then we basically get to a bit where he's Walker's at the police station and he's complaining about fielding. There's some funny stuff with the with the door. I kind of thought was funny. And then we get to the naked stuff, VR nakedness, which wow, that came out of nowhere. That Is did, it? man. Jesus Christ. I liked like, it. Oh, I mean, sure, but like, wow, it was a lot. Suddenly, it a- it adds a lot to the movie. <laughs> <laughs> you mean it adds a lot of time? The rewind and pause. Oh, I think you did there. Time, nice. <laughs> I mean, we are talking about, by the way, full blown frontal nudity. Yeah, yeah, that was like, whoa, Jesus. Okay, <laughs> and then of, out of nowhere, and then is she? Is she like? Jerking him off. She's preparing him. to virtually blow him, right? I, I yeah, I, yeah. I mean, she's she's working at something there. Mm-hmm. He's getting ready to do a There's thing, and then, like activity. we said, Rick, Ricky <laughs> is the guy's name. Ricky clearly spends his time at work, full blown, actively <laughs> masturbating. <laughs> he's, he's just like full erection. Yeah, Full just erection, leaning back in his desk chair. He's not in a, like his own little office either, right? I mean, it's there's no cubicles open, in the future. It's like an open air kind of layout, right? <laughs> that, is, that is a creative space, and he is like he is just dick out jerking it, wearing a VR helmet, like, and he has like like porn that he drew, right? Like like kind of future robot-y naked women or something like kind of all over too right yeah that's a that's a that's a that's a communal space <laughs> yeah it's there's, there's a technician awesome. like literally to his left <laughs> like oh right there it's just like on the on the regular he's just sitting there going like oh where the fuck is oh, hr oh yeah <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh boy! Then <laughs> he goes like, "Hey, if I catch you basically doing this again, which means he's this has happened before. He's like, if you do this again, I'm gonna fuck whatever. You're fired." It's like, guy, like fucking. I feel like you get rid of the guy the first time you walk in, and he's got his hand on his own dick next to the fucking espresso machine. <laughs> <laughs> Well, shit, for all we know, he maybe has some like crazy 
contraption that he has on his dick to fucking <laughs> That's do what I this think, whole yeah. thing. <laughs> it's just like this wow 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 like fucking machine he built. It's just pumping up and down. Yeah, dude. And and fucking Van Dam like encourages it. He's like, "Oh, this looks like sex, sex to me." Yeah, there you go. There's a good one-liner, Jonas. Oh, and also, hang on a second. There's that one, and then, um, and then, I feeling says something. I wrote down because I wrote a lot of these one-liners down. She says, "You should have an exhibit." Yeah, is. I don't get that. What is I, he all his about? art? All his art. Oh, the all the stuff Danny was talking about the sketches and stuff. No, Robert, all his yeah. like all his like yeah, this like porn sort of robot porn shit that he has or whatever it is. I didn't even see it to be honest. I didn't even know what there's the hell like, she was talking about. Yeah, there's like little pictures kind of taped all over his workspace of like you know kind of a naked. Oh, it looks almost like Silver Surfer kind of woman, but like naked. Mm. Um, so they're all in basically they're all encouraging what he's doing his fucking yeah. like extremely detrimental porn addiction that's getting in the way of his work <laughs> <laughs> so he's a fucking yeah he's a sex addict just <laughs> laying it out in the office and people are like great stuff bro it's I guess keep it up yeah, I like what you're doing there. Well, yeah, this isn't the first time. His boss is just like, you know, this is a reoccurring theme. He's just making jokes about it. God damn it, Ricky. Pam, can we talk to Ricky, please? It's, it's, such, a, it's such like a bureaucratic bit of business. I feel like we should just follow Ricky for the rest of the movie. <laughs> Ricky, like sneaking off to the fucking printer room or, or the storage closet <laughs> to fucking just <laughs> fucking <laughs> take <laughs> one out. Behind <laughs> the door, that's all we hear. Serious indie movie about like a sex addiction. He's got like a wife at home who's unhappy and like a child, and they just it's like a Miramax film. It's just like <laughs> it's like Lars it. and the Real Girl fucking part two <laughs> <laughs> or the prequel. <laughs> um, okay, then we get to the launch scene, which again, I gotta say, I love all this stuff. I love the fucking launch thing, I think it looks super cool. Um, The tech stuff is cool. I'm (laughs) clearly you don't even jump in here because obviously you and I agree. But um, again, I I love all of this. I think logistically, it's a little. I got a lot of questions, but I think as a (laughs) a scene in a movie, like like visually, production design, like drama, I feel like all of it works well. Go ahead, Danny. Tell me why. Uh, okay. So, yeah, the pod that they're in, you know? So, there's a big joke about how the, the Volmer twins, right? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, the they go twins. on about the Volmer twins so much uh, <laughs> that they died in this thing at one point. And because it hit like a concrete wall that shouldn't be there. If this thing's going to malfunction, Put some fucking pillows there. Pillows. <laughs> Something. Why they put a concrete wall to kill yeah. the person operating? Maybe don't, maybe don't put a wall there. Maybe just put an empty space. Just yeah, how about, more, how more about, room. How about, more room. More room. <laughs> how about lay, lay some more tracks so if it doesn't work right, you just 
glides to a stop. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah, but then there's no stakes, man. You gotta have stakes. <laughs> Come on. The Volver twins are gone because of this shit. They're, they're just fucking blood stains on a concrete wall that for some reason they didn't bother to clean up. So there's just a constant reminder <laughs> that their co-workers fucking got just completely pulverized into a concrete wall. Someone should have written down next to the blood, the Volmer twins were here. That's how yeah, bad it is. Right? <laughs> R.I.P. Volmer twins. I, I did think a lot about like, because up until this point, they make it seem like there's like a team of like 20 cops and they're doing like, this is like day-to-day shit. Like they're doing a lot of these launches every day. This is being a regular cop. And then seeing like the business of one of these launches, I was like, are they doing like dozens of these a day with <laughs> all of the other cops on the force like perpetually being launched? Because that is a super intense experience and it seems super expensive for them to do like a bunch of them all the time. Like they kind of like yeah. the launch makes it feel like this is a once in a every couple of months kind of thing. But earlier they were having like a fucking regular breakdown in the in the in the room where like the captain's like, oh, we got some people fucking buying real estate in Florida, and we got some guy fucking selling cars in Detroit. Like he's like calling out like regular. Does that mean they have like like dozens of those rooms? No, I think they just. That's just the one. room. They there's just, two of these things. There's, there's two of these things, Jonas. What, there's like a line with his other cop buddies who are all the other officers are all lining up outside for their launch? Maybe? Yes. Is yeah. that the idea? <laughs> I believe yes. They have one machine <laughs> and they, when it's their turn, they use it. <laughs> That's how it goes. <laughs> it seems, also, it seems like for how casually Van Damme walks into the twenties, this is a fucking intense experience. <laughs> yeah, man, and like I liked how intense it kind of got at, as they were launching and like getting all weird, stretched out, whatever. Right, like they start screaming, was- and then it kind of got like like death screams. They're like, ah, yeah. <laughs> just like, holy her, shit, this is intense. Was horrible, yeah. yeah, it was. I it did. Was- I did like that. All I liked all that. I actually liked all of this, but I do feel like it's sort of like, wait, but are they doing it like all the time? Like it's 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 a little bit contrary to like this idea that they've been doing it for ten years and they all just like clock in every day and like do the thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, except Van Dam. Remember, was totally cool as a cucumber. Yeah, you're right. But they say like like you'd have to. What? Like you'd have to like flick him to make sure he's still breathing. And then the guy's like, oh, he's still breathing. Yeah, something about his sleep. Something about his sleep or whatever. Yeah. But but um, I, where, I loved all of this. I have where did like, where does the pod go? That yes, that is a question. Because and why does it come back? And yeah. and why when they're where they go, whether future, past, whatever, um, they then just have this very convenient wrist button and they just go bleak, 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 and then just come back. But then they in, come back in the pod. In the pod. The pod is there for them to ride. Doesn't make, it doesn't make any sense. Right. Is the pod waiting for them like to pop in, back into and then it like comes back down the tracks? That's how they return, right? They return yeah, they in return the pod in on the, the tracks. Pod, on the tracks. Maybe the pod is the time machine. Maybe. Well, yeah. Wait, and the pod 
Do you guys think like so the pod comes back on the same tracks and then what they got like a machine that picks it up and turns it around? <laughs> They're a turnstile like cable cars, man. <laughs> oh, I get it. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, okay, so uh, they go into the so. Anyways, Walker and Fielding travel into 1994, as, as I have it written down. That's all they and, ever do is go back to 94. I know. And land, like, land in the water. They land in the water, and they're Which like, that's oh, yeah. brutal. Somebody yeah, fucked that up. Because well, how did how did he so easily travel to the office of the dude? Yeah, just walking and, casually, and just like bloop, bloop, hello. And this, they're like, <laughs> and then they fucking, you know, they don't have life jackets on. I mean, maybe that's a, a health and safety issue. You should be wearing life jackets whenever you time travel, just in case. Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree with you guys. Like, it's and I part of what I love about the 1920s scene is that he does just stroll into it, mm-hmm. and and this sort of thing is like. Wait, what? Like, it seems like such a huge, fucking bigger, dicier deal. You like, know what happened? That guy was jerking off with his <laughs> with his porn and screwed this whole thing up. Yeah, right. <laughs> As they were starting to travel, he's just like, oh yeah, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> he just like changed the trajectory just a little bit. <laughs> fucking balls deep in a fucking bear claw. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay they land they land in the water they get out of the water and then they go to the factory the microchip factory Mm -hmm. and there's a big sequence with senator mccomb is there because he's there to undo the past where he basically like walked away from this microchip factory and didn't make any money so he's there to undo it so that he can have enough money to win his presidential campaign. So uh, they, Max and whatever, Walker and Fielding go to this factory, and then young Macomb shows up, like present day 1994, Macomb shows up to like sell his shares of the company, and then old Macomb shows up and is like, hey, dummy, don't fucking do that. And then Mm -hmm. there's a big action sequence, basically. Well, we should, let's talk about that, guys. How do we feel about Let's 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 hear the notes. I like that scene. I, I made me kind of think, what if your future self came back to give you advice um, and you find out that your future self is a total evil piece of shit? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What no, do you do? Point. I don't know. I, I was struggling with like, do you trust you? You're like, well, that's me. I should trust me. But then you're like, well, wait, but he just killed someone. I just killed someone. Oh, shit, wait. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, other than that, there was, you know, I think that was a fun scene. I liked the, just kind of the whole bit of it. It was just kind of, you know, action-y garbage. It was fun. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <clears throat> what? Go on, Danny. <laughs> so uh, Fielding... Because uh, Jean Claude's oh. like got him dead to rights, right? And um, and he like scales down the ladder <laughs> in the dumbest way possible. Yeah, and, th- and then uh, you know puts his gun on the bad Wait, guys. Wait a second. And Fielding's Just there. Possible? How yes. else? How else is a man supposed to come down some pipes? It was just so Van Dam. Like we get it. You're Van Dam. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's just so in my face. I understand it. <laughs> I, I would rather him jump and like r- roll to a stop or some shit. Like I get it. Like, it's sliding down like a fireman down the, <laughs> the, the rails. All right, you know what? Fine. Go ahead, Danny. I'd love to see you go down some pipes. I couldn't do it. But go I ahead. would take my time one step at a time. <laughs> I don't want to hurt anything. Uh, anyway, so 43 minutes. Cause I would have told them to hang on and then gone and found an elevator. <laughs> So anyway, he goes down. It turns out Fielding is a traitor and pulls her gun and points it at Jean-Claude. Right? Yeah, love it. Love it, by the way. Love it. Yeah. It makes no sense. Love it. It doesn't no. make sense. I, I agree. There's no that, motivation. But... What's her motivation? Well, I mean, I'm, I guess I would assume, like, what, money? But, Power? It, 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 but, but it doesn't... They don't refer to that at all. Well, but he, she says he's going to be president. I voted early. What the? F- Meaning, <laughs> I, I have just, you know, decided to help him by double crossing you. Okay, so she's a piece of shit, essentially. Total piece of shit. Yeah, yes. Okay, shit. that's right. She's a piece of shit. Okay, that's great. Why didn't she kill him a long time ago? Like. She could have, like, drowned him in the water. She could have shot him during the speech about her 16-year-old, you oh, know. That's a good point. A good, Dana makes a good point. She could have killed him at any time. I just, it didn't make, she had to make a big show of it. Yeah. Well, right. if he dies. He dies. If he, <laughs> if he dies in the chemical or whatever, this factory, the microchip factory, then he just dies, like, back in the past. Um, on the job and no one is there to say anything other than i mean i guess her she would say yeah so and so shot him we lost him right mm. like there it's it it's good cover for her because <clears throat> other bad guys are there yeah right yeah no one's gonna you know say any different from her story okay i mean so if I- she had killed him before they time traveled right no good if she had killed them <clears throat> him right. like immediately then it would have just been this weird, like how come he died and was just floating in that lake or the reflecting <laughs> pond at the fucking Washington Monument, whatever that was. Fucking Ricky's uh, fault. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Ricky. Ask Ricky, goddammit, there's another one down because you got to You killed Vomer, the Vomer twins, and now you killed Vomer twins enough. <laughs> <laughs> it was Ricky's fault. I blame you, Ricky. Put the porn away. <laughs> yeah, Ricky was fucking busy jerking off inside of a fucking zip drive while the porn was pulled against the fucking wall. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you explain that one. That's fine. Okay. I'll take it. <laughs> I was on board with like all of it. It was great. Except for that. Right. Like wouldn't shooting that, like when McComb shoots Jack, whatever, his partner, like wouldn't that ruin the company kind of? And also like, yeah, yeah. actually he's the one who like created it. Right. He's like, you're a fucking visionary. You're going to make me billions. And then he fucking blows them away. Like 30 seconds. Yeah. So, So, (laughs) yeah. So all they did was like the one little thing in the beginning. And, Everything else that made them what they were 10 years from then never happened. Yeah, like fucking McCone. Like, first of all, the only thing holding the company, I guess Jack is the one employee in the entire fucking fat company. And he's got <laughs> one machine running 
stuff over some glass plates and then fucking <laughs> fucking Van Damme throws a man through that five seconds later. <laughs> it needs to staff up, okay? <laughs> like, it doesn't make a lot of sense, but I enjoyed all this stuff. Even when Van Damme kicks that man's arm to pieces. <laughs> that was cool. I like that. It was great, by the way. He says, have a nice day. And I'm like, what? I don't understand what that even means. And well, then that's he why said, yeah. I think that's set up so that he could say, oh, I should have said freeze. Right. Uh, yeah. That because, was the line. You're right. That was funny. That yeah. was actually funny. Yeah. yeah I, funny. I did not like the senator, like when he said freeze in the beginning and the senator was like, that that is such a like inaccurate term to use. Do I look frozen to you or something? Right? It was just like <laughs> shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> it was a long walk to get <laughs> for <laughs> nothing. <laughs> uh, all right. So then uh, that all those things happen, and then Walker goes back to the regular times or back to what he believes is his or it is his present time, and everything is different uh now his boss whatever was isn't his friend anymore and ricky's dick is in his pants he's doesn't have (laughs) um ricky is a functional employee at a company and not a sex criminal (laughs) (laughs) and uh fielding never existed or in the organization never existed and Macomb uh, is now about to win the presidency because of all the money he made from the microchip thing and so then Walker gets back into the machine and goes back in time dude and then Fielding to it's dicey to like f- prove that Fielding is alive so she's an eyewitness but to, then it, to prove that Macomb is bad Right, he's going back to find her because she's an eye. That's right, because she's an eyewitness yeah. who can say that McComb was bad. And then he finds her in the hospital, and then she's dead. I don't know. There's a lot of business that happens, and he discovers like Melissa was pregnant. There's a lot of things happening. All at once. Yeah, he just. He, yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> Convenient. The, yeah, like what are the odds that she she tells random blood results are just in one fridge at this hospital just all stacked up next to each other with the result rolled up around it rubber banded around the fucking blood (laughs) stuff uh gunshot wound people whatever just it's all goes in the results fridge (laughs) (laughs) oh man also, yeah, she's like, they took my blood earlier. Um, it, yeah, go. it'll be in the lab. Go get it. It'll prove her existence, right? It'll, yeah, but also it's a- like, I don't know. They took my blood, I guess, but wait, I don't, I don't know what they do with that. Wouldn't it have been great if, like, while he's running down the hallway, you see, like, Seagal from Hard to Kill in the background <laughs> on that, like, journey just trying to make his way down? The whole way. In that gurney chase scene, <laughs> happens right past him. <laughs> Wait, but when he time travels back this time, we had a, another fantastic example of a truck not stopping or slowing down when someone is all oh, of it. You're right. <clears throat> and I get that he appears out of thin air. So obviously the truck maybe doesn't have 
time to break before like thinking he already hit him, right? But nonetheless, even if he appears like five feet in front of the truck, all of a sudden a, th- a person is right in front of you, you'd slam the shit out of your brakes uh-huh. and then you'd stop. But it just, again, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and then there's a split second where you see Van Dam walking for like, I don't know, two or three seconds, and the truck just keeps going. You can hear it in the distance. Yeah. Like, I would pull over and be like, what the, did you just appear in front of me? Yeah, or did I just fucking, yeah, I think something just appeared in front of me. It looked like a person, and I'm pretty sure I just fucking creamed it. Pretty but sure Ricky be. has been fired from his job. He's trucking now, <laughs> and he's jerking off in the cab. <laughs> fucking letting him time travel onto a fucking busy highway. <laughs> and as Ricky comes, he goes, huh, huh. <laughs> Jesus. All right. It's the fucking, uh, it's the fucking like Irish cop from the 1920s driving the truck. He's just oh, <laughs> oh lordy, <laughs> yeah. All right, got, uh, fine, guys. And then the end of the movie happens. So then, then we relive the mall scene. Yeah. So then Max goes back. Um, he realizes that he can go back. I forget. It doesn't matter. He goes back in time and he has the opportunity to save Melissa. And to also stop – oh, I, I remember now. Sorry. Macomb decides that the only way to kill Max is to wipe him out before he ever becomes a member of the TEC. So then he goes, we're going to send some guys back to kill Max, which is the first scene in the movie after we see Van Damme's incredible ass where yeah. his house explodes, which is pretty good stuff, I think. And then yeah. – so Max goes, okay, I got to go back stop uh macomb and then he realized he has an opportunity to save melissa as well and then we we do sort of redo the first 20 minutes of the movie which yeah i i liked all of this and i have to say like i thought it was pretty clever i actually really liked seeing the mall scenes again now knowing that melissa had talked to him before i thought that's cool i don't know i really love seeing the scenes from the beginning of the movie again with the additional context of knowing that the first time I saw them, they were different than when I saw them the first time. Maybe I'm overthinking, yeah. but what do you guys think about it? No, I liked I liked the kind of reliving that scene. I The one thing I wish happened was fucking smash cut to the, you know, the, the booty shot, pan back, they're <laughs> both there, devil's three-way, fucking they're living <laughs> bro. <laughs> <laughs> but they stand on each end, right? They can't touch. They can't touch. <laughs> they're, just, they're just taking turns. <laughs> and she's loving it because it's it's her husband both both ways. It's not cheating. It's not cheating. <laughs> oh God. Can you imagine if like Melissa's like, listen, uh, Max, this is great and all, but like. Uh, let's just say that you learned a lot over 10 years. Can we yeah. just take you out and get the other Max in, please? Uh, matter can't uh, fulfill the same space. Have you said that? We should cut all that. I apologize. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I thought it was good. Danny, what do you think about well, let's just say like, okay, let's just say like, okay, that leading into the ending, what are our thoughts about the ending and, and kind of like this whole back finale bit? Danny hated all of it. 
podcast. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to poke holes in everything, but overall yeah. I thought it was cool. Yeah. To go back to the mall was awesome. Um, I f- felt like I could have done without the whole, you know, uh, line about, uh, you know, being the sexy line, you know, about time and uh, whatever, you know, you know, when well, they're talking to each other. To oh, please, a, please a woman. Jesus Christ. Right. Yeah. Like she should have stopped and be like, not now. This is now. <laughs> <laughs> I can't listen to this twice for fuck's sake. <laughs> um, and then like, you know, she runs downstairs at night when he, you know, when he says he has to go to work and she's upset and the old, the 10 year old, uh, older John, John Claude Van Damme is standing in the living room and she's not surprised to see him at all. Cause he never tells her, Hey, I'm coming over tonight. <laughs> you know, she just kind of runs down the stairs. She's like, Hey, yeah. So I was like, eh, it'd be a little bit more shocked, but overall I did like the ending. It was cool. I thought the, I thought the line about <laughs> that with the bad guy goes, with all that fancy kicking, you should have been on Broadway. I thought that was funny. Yeah, he says. <laughs> yeah, he says. That, yeah, I like that one. That was good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I think all this stuff is good. I, I like I I like the idea of like younger him fighting upstairs and then mm-hmm. older him fighting downstairs. I think that's cool. I wish they'd had them both like in the same fight scene. I thought that could have been really cool. Yeah, that'd be uh, awesome. That would have been awesome. Like, can you imagine that? Like, two, like the two of them are like kicking a guy back and forth, or like, fought, like I thought that. Could yeah, be really cool. and they both do the the splits at the same time. That would have been. Oh uh, yes, yes, <laughs> that would dude. Be great. That is this great. is this before or after Double Impact? Did yes! you give them the <laughs> idea of Double Impact? <laughs> mm. No. When Danny, remember when Danny was like, "We should come with a better ending." So I just wrote because I didn't know if we were gonna do it. I wrote the better ending is they get they team up and they become the guys from Double Impact, but in time traveling, <laughs> double time packed, time right. time cop cop, double cop, double double time double cop, double time. By the way, time double double con time cop. If anybody is listening, we have trademarks on double cop and time. Time Double Cop as the name of movies, just to be clear. I just want to be clear. Well, wait, or Time Cops. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the best one. <laughs> <laughs> a movie called Time and then the number two cop. Time, time cop. cop. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that- How about <laughs> Time Cop Part Two? <laughs> I like that. Or, or like Two many cops too much time no that's no good it's too much i didn't feel good about it i'm sorry <laughs> I it, but- oh, all right let's wrap this up what do we feel <laughs> about the movie <laughs> the whole movie wait, ends. wait oh yeah okay the whole the movie ends and he saves everybody gets saved and then uh macomb gets thrown into macomb pretty good twist i thought but terrible visual effects yeah then- what could they have done better i mean it obviously needs to be something like kind of weird out you know because it's matter occupying the same space. So something um, like catastrophic is supposed to happen, right? So, but man, it was so dumb looking. I feel like they could have just had that be the thing that blew up the house. Oh, yeah. like He shoves him into them and they like, whatever, we get some of that terrible visual effects. And then Van Damme just like, and Melissa run out of the house. And then that's, 
because it's fucking brutal to look at. <laughs> it's so it like all of a sudden became a cartoon. Then like yeah. at one point, like it's this kind of gumdrop shaped blob and like a mouth is in it, and it's like whoa! Yeah. <laughs> it's like oh my god, this is it's terrible. Insane. Totally insane. I have questions. Oh, go ahead. Let's have them, Danny. There's only two of these machines, right? There's a prototype and the one that the police have. Right. Right. Oh, good. Okay, so I'm right about that. Okay, so um, you're telling me that they assembled a special unit because they don't know who is going back and changing the future. It's the people with the other time machine, <laughs> the prototype. And you know what? They know it's in Washington. You know who the fuck is doing this. Well, well didn't they... I mean, that is an excellent point. You're having so <laughs> right about that. Didn't they figure that out near the end? And he was just like, oh, it was never yeah. dismantled. And, yeah. and they're like, oh, it's in Maryland or something. No, it was, like, they said it was in Washington. I wrote down. Okay. Yeah, um, it was in Wa- they knew where it was. They knew where so the like, prototype was. Why didn't they is. immediately just go there, right? Yeah. Right. right. Yeah, I don't know. This ties into another question that I had earlier. So remember when they go to the microchip factory and uh, Macomb shows up? So four do like four henchmen show up, and then Macomb shows up like a second later. I did write down. I'm like, so like, do they have like all their own machines, or is it like a bus where you can put like four or five dudes in at once, and then? Like, <laughs> Comes in another car like thirty seconds later. Like, how does all of that? It's like an amusement park ride. Just goes round and around. Right. Like, are they? They all get on one bus, or there's like a bunch of a bunch of cars that all. But your thing is even deeper, which makes even more sense. Just like why they could just go to that one place where the thing is and be like, stop doing that. <laughs> just unplug it like yeah that hard. why why create a special unit for this <laughs> totally you're right oh my god the only other person the only other place this entire crime can happen is in one building <laughs> an entire fucking organization be <laughs> like you guys are under arrest yeah but they didn't they didn't find that out until until what? Ricky punched up like Google? Like it was very easy information, it seems like. Right. Well no, but but Van Damme knew said like they're using that and they're like, What? The prototype? No way. And he's like, Yeah, it was never dismantled. And they're like, Oh shit. How did he um, how did he know any of that though? I didn't I don't know. I, I maybe I didn't catch that. I was just a, kind of thinking that Macomb mentioned it or something. Yeah. Like Danny, just bragging or some shit, but I, I'm not sure. Danny, that's a nuclear win right there, buddy. Yeah, yeah, uh, you're right, legit. What a pile of shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, all right, let's, let's wrap this up. So, what did we think about this movie? Does it hold up or not? Danny, you start us off. <laughs> I don't think she likes the special sauce, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah man there's too many things happening that didn't make sense um there are cool stuff in the movie that i liked i liked some of the fights and a lot of uh splits (laughs) the boobs were fun and um (laughs) and the idea of both of them having sex with his wife is fun (laughs) 
<laughs> I could have watched an hour and a half of that all day long. Are you going to those asses? Two of those asses? Two of those asses? Dude, the long, guys. All day long. The camera just goes back and forth from one ass to the other. <laughs> um, the movie can't handle that. Audiences can't handle it. <laughs> Overall, oh, God, just... I think honestly, if you're a young person and you're not going to sit there and poke holes at it like I will, it's probably fine. But uh, as as I am now, there's no way. I hate this movie. Oh, <laughs> shit. okay. So that's definitely a thumbs down from Danny. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robert, I I thought it was okay. I it definitely wasn't as good as I you know sort of remembered it. Um, I would have liked to done more kind of time traveling shit um almost you know like bill and ted's esque or something right yes, like kind yeah. of going all around and and doing copping through time um I, I think it was fun enough it's kind of a garbage action movie and it was kind of fun Jonas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i agree that i wish it had done watching it now i do agree that the premise feels like even if they'd done like 30 seconds of running through Roman times and then running through Egypt, like even a funny mont, like a fun montage would have been great. And I think that's a missed opportunity overall though. I have to say, I really did like it. I was entertained all the way through. I agree with all the plot holes you guys, we pointed out, but I thought that like it was well done. I thought that the, I thought it was cleverer than I am at, than I remembered. It was better than I remembered. And I thought the action was, was better than I remembered. And like overall, yeah, I liked it. I would watch it again. I, I don't think like it's weird. I think as a kid, I thought of it more as like a dumb action movie. And now as a grown up, I'm like, oh, there's a little more going on. Like I would watch that. It's not even that much of an action movie. But so anyways, I'm on board. Taglines. Taglines, guys. Oh, boy. Shall I start us off, or does anyone else have something they want to start us Go off? ahead. We've Go all ahead, got tag- taglines. Yeah. Okay, I have three taglines. Ready? Here we go. Yeah. The first one. Van Damme is a cop who's always on time, at the right place at the right time, never out of time, or frozen in time. But this time, he's killing time. With, With what? I lost the last part. With what? With a gun. <laughs> All right, that was good. No, that's good. Right? It's very time heavy. I like it. Yeah, it's time. You, that's going to be a reoccurring theme. Get yeah, used. that's great. I love Three. it. <laughs> this one's shorter. Max Walker is a cop who never kills time, except this time. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Okay, ready? This is my last one. Time travel killed Max Walker's wife in the past. Now he has a chance to save her, and he's not going to waste any time. He's going to kill it. <laughs> All right. Good. Oh, wait. Hang on. Sorry. One alt, last one. Van Damme is the only one who can split time. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> right, that's it. That's it. There's a lot of time stuff, a lot of time puns there yeah okay i have uh one kind of long one and a short one so here we go there's a time to be born 
and a time to die, a time to kill, and a time to heal, a time to Van Dam, and a time to cop. For everything, there is a season, and this summer, the time is right. Jean-Claude Van Damme is Time Cop. Wow. I like that. <laughs> I, I, that is legitimate. They could use that. <laughs> and then a short one is Time Cop. Sometimes setting it right just takes time. Oh, shit. <laughs> that, that is fucking great. <laughs> you should do that for a living. Yeah, I'm not sure whether the voice is what sold it for me, but <laughs> that last one was really good. I re- I really like that one. It's not as good as any of mine, but it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> no, honestly, honestly, that last one, le- super legit, better than any of mine. Really good. <laughs> Thanks. Time. I like that. All right. Danny, let's have it. There is only enough time to save one, his wife or this stupid fucking movie. There you go. Yeah, that one. <laughs> that, one's gonna, that one's gonna sell a lot of tickets. <laughs> <laughs> Just gotta get those butts in seats. <laughs> I was gonna say, I don't know if that one quite a. Uh, it's not quite as poetic as Roberts, but you know, it gets the job done. It gets the job done. It's controversial. It's controversial. <laughs> All right, uh, that's it. That's it, guys. All right. Well, All right. Oh, this, uh, we got to spin that wheel. Oh, yeah, shit. Spin Actually, <laughs> it's an executive decision this week. Oh, okay. Oh, shit. Okay, what's the, what are we doing? Let's have it, guys. Alien Nation. Ah, okay. Yeah, okay, I'm on board with this. Yeah? Good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, crazy right. tattoo head people. And yes, <laughs> splotchy heads. Splotchy heads. heads. Yes. Splotchy heads. <laughs> I mean, I can put it on the wheel if you guys want to spin it. No, I know no, Greece no, no. too. So. I can't wait for Robert's taglines from Splotchy. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Splotchy. Hey, guys. Uh, hey, thank you both for another great episode. Thank you to everybody for listening at home. And, uh, guys, next week, please watch uh, Alien Nation, James Caan, uh, maybe Tinkin, I feel like, is the other guy in that movie, maybe? In the, he's the alien, I think? Uh, don't check me on that, because I didn't look up on the internet, I'm just guessing. But anyways, <laughs> thank you for listening, and uh, yeah, have a great have a great one. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks, everyone. Bye. See, ya. Bye-bye. See you next week. Bye.